Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast, where we torture you with Halloween screed. So grab your sickle, an alibi, and a pint of your choice type, for the covenant is about to convene. Join us now, unless you are afraid of clowns. Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast. I'm your ghost host, Tasteless Tom, joined alongside my skeleton crew of Inactive Ian and Jumpy Joanna. Are you ready to die? I guess. Inactive Ian. Love it. Inactive Ian. We have to flip him every 12 hours I so he doesn't it. get blood clots. <laughs> Still no Jill to Jill. On, she has not appeared once on our Vacation Scares episodes this fall. I believe this Maybe is... she the, is jilted. She is jilted, yes. I believe this is our final Vacation Scares episode <gasps> for the season. Dun, dun, dun. But stay tuned, everyone, because probably not right away, but you got Vacation Cheers coming right around the corner. <laughs> uh, no more fear, but cheer. Oh, how great is that? This episode, we're talking about two things. SeaWorld Orlando, Hello Scream, and HHN, because we're doing both. And I do have a heart out. My youngest son has a swim meet today that I have to leave at a certain amount of time. And Ian's busy. Joanne is busy. So we're going to get right into it. No crypt keeping for this episode. But we are going to do a news update because our last episode, we talked about Bushgrounds Williamsburg and the chaos that was going on. Oh Ian, this past week on a Wednesday, mind you. So they're, <laughs> they're open on a Wednesdays, which I, blows my mind. Weeks, yeah. Last two weeks, open on Wednesdays. You went down... This past Wednesday, the what, 20, whatever day that was, 19th, whatever day it was, tell me all about your experience <laughs> at Bush Gardens Hello Scream in Williamsburg, Virginia. So we got there a lot later than <laughs> planned. We got there probably at like 7. Okay, so first of all, let me ask you this. Okay. I know they have the new bag, quote unquote, policy where you can't bring bags in. I guess you didn't have bags. No, we didn't. No. Okay. So you didn't notice anybody else fighting with security about bringing well, a bag? when in? we came in, we only saw like two other people coming in. Oh, that's so. true. Yeah. It was very dead. Okay. Yeah. All right. Continue. <laughs> continue. Um, so we got in. We went and we got seated for Monster Stomp oh, on River Row. Yes. I can definitely say I, the SeaWorld one is better. Oh, okay. Interesting. Sure. All right. I, I like. think I think the the Williamsburg one does have some better things. I think yeah. this, they do like this thing where they turn the lights off and they have the skeletons. Yeah. Dance. I thought, I thought that's cool. Yeah. I, I think in Williamsburg it was a, it was better. I feel like SeaWorld you could see the black suits too clearly. So the the effect because so Joanna it's the like you have it's all black suits from head to toe but the white skeletons so if they have the, the room dark all you see is the white so it looks like the skeletons dancing. So you can't see the black suits be like attack, but it was just a bit too light at SeaWorld. So you could see the black suits. So you lose the effectiveness of, Oh, these are just skeletons moving around. Whereas in Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, I recall watching that show thinking, Oh yeah, it's pulling off the effect of these skeletons dancing. You don't really see the people in the suits, but Mm -hmm. is that the case still? Or maybe it's all with your seating. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, it's probably with the seating. Yeah. But I, I didn't see any issue with it. Right. I, I think the song choice. They've had the same songs for the last. I don't even know how many years now. I think they could update it or do something new with the show. That'd be awesome because the show's kind of just. Yeah. Not I mean, yeah. Enjoyable. <laughs> it's it's kind of cringe. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Hmm, when you start singing Eminem, and then that leads into "Bring Me to Life" by Evanescence. It's it's funny. It's, you can't take it seriously. It's too much of a joke. Hey, mom, spaghetti. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> they never have someone rap it well. But have me go up there. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now, Ian! Yo, yo! Honestly, like, rapping at the Eminem level is so hard to do. I can't believe they even attempted it at a theme park. Right? It's well. just... It's it's weird. I don't... Because the way he pronounces all the lyrics is just... It's just weird. It doesn't mm-hmm. sit right. It's not His good. Time, your timing has to be perfect. Your pronunciation has to be spot on to pull off that type of music. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we finished that, and we were like, oh, okay, well, that was whatever. And then we were like, okay, well, we're going to go over to the diner house. Oh, yeah, Killarney's and diner. Th- this, yeah, this was the case for all the houses. We get there, and there is, we walked into the house. We didn't have to wait oh, okay, at all. Yeah, yeah I just assume as much. In. Anybody um, inside scaring you? There was this one dude who was just talking, like an actor, who was talking to another actor. 
we kind of just were walking closer and closer and we're like i wonder oh not in character like just not talking, in character like yeah, yeah they were just chatting and we we're just like huh <laughs> we were just getting closer and closer and we're like when yeah. is he gonna notice so we're here uh, <laughs> and then eventually he turns and sees us and he goes ah <laughs> and just starts walking around just screaming and we're like oh. okay <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, and then we finished that house, and we were like, "Oh, okay." Oh man! All right. And uh, uh, were all the rides open? All the, I mean, Lascoot wasn't in Roman Rapids, but I okay. Think I mean, but the coasters. All the coasters, as far as I can tell, yeah. Did you ride any? Yes, we did ride Griffin back row. Uh, oh, you know, Griffin back row is pretty. Uh, yeah, Griffin back row. Pretty great. Griffin back row, Griffin front row, both are great. Middle, forget about it. I don't know why you go. No middle. point to do the yeah, middle. Just shut yeah. that down me just permanently. Nope. How about uh, food and stuff? Did, were all the stands open? The fritas was that open? Do you know? Mm, uh, I'm not sure on what food locations were open. I do okay. know that the pretzel place was open. Oh, of course. Okay. Because I was like, hey, the pretzel place is open. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, those are pretzels. I was like, at least the pretzel place is there. So okay, so you, you are you saying as far as the staffing inside the the houses? You saying it's less than opening night? Oh, that's well, dramatically dramatically less. Oh, okay, okay. I got that you. was their their opening night was just for media. Yeah, okay. I figure as much. There okay. was like that when we were walking through the Nevermore, it was yeah. so apparent because I remember there's like a bunch of cutoffs kind of to the side. Yeah. Where they'd have people standing. Yeah, you can. And yeah. there were like three of them in each like cutout. Yep. There was none. None. No, <laughs> there no, was yeah. like no one there, and I was like, huh, there were three people here last time. Yeah, that's sad. Oh, okay. It's a haunted Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's yeah disappointing, to then say the least. We did one more house. We did the Witch in the Woods. Oh, how was that? Did they have the witch, at least? Was she there? I, I honestly can't. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> After that, we were like, well, let's just go. <laughs> we didn't want to do any more houses. Wow. So I can, I can say, because that was something that we brought up when we were talking about my King's Dominion review. Yeah, because we really enjoyed it, and there's no one there. Yep. I can say even when there's no one there at Bush Gardens, I still don't like it. Yeah, no. That is a shame. So yeah, I like the Christmas Town. So hopefully, they bring that back uh, in all its glory with the Scrooge No More show. I think they did. I think they are hiring for Christmas Town. I think I saw something on Facebook where they're having a hiring event. I do have to say, uh, when I was leaving, this was really funny. We were walking through Ripper Row. I got got in Ripper Row on the way in and the way out, and both times are because I come in and I see no scare actors, and I just kind of just forget that they're there. Yeah. And then there's just one dude behind a bench, and he got me, and I was like, oh yeah. (laughs) I'm in a scare zone. There's people here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So there you go. Bush Gardens Williamsburg update. Dun dun dun. 2021. The commercials are excellent though. Oh, well, oh, I get spammed with those ads. All the time, just constant. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Scream is back. Whoa. That's how they go. All right, well, only one weekend left, so. Oh, you know what? You know what we didn't discuss uh, on the last episode, the tell in the last episode, Joanna? Our uh, journey back from Six Flags Great Adventure. So, like we said, we got up in the morning, left Virginia Beach, like, uh, what, 8 a.m., mm-hmm. and uh, drove six-plus hours, went to the park all day. We left... Six Flags Great Adventure at about 11.30 p.m. 11.30, yep. Yep. We got back to your house around 6 a.m., at mm-hmm. which point I jumped in my car, drove back up to Richmond at to 8, 8, 8 a.m. Wow. And went to bed, and I got up at 10 a.m., and I uh, was up the rest of the day. <laughs> so. I, I got nothing done that day. I slept for like two and a half hours. Yeah, I slept from I just... 8 to 10, and that's it. I was, and I was just literal garbage that day. And the next day at work, I was just dragging. <laughs> it was so hard to work. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I was fine for the most part, but I did go to bed pretty early on Monday night. <laughs> I was pretty tired. But yeah, so that was uh, the end of that trip. Actually, the, the, the most interesting thing of it all was the, the Wawa in Salisbury. Um, so we're in Salisbury, Maryland at what, 3 o'clock oh, in the morning? We yeah. pull into this Wawa and yeah. we decide, okay, let's get something to eat. Because yep. we hadn't eaten since. Yeah, whatever. What, yeah, whenever. Breakfast, lunch, I don't know what we ate before we got into the park. Uh, and it was terrible, right? Yeah, Burger King or something. something it, it was, was on the bad. turnpike. Yeah, on the turnpike. Oh, yeah, it was on the turnpike. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those, those, those stupid. Uh, fries yes the uh, chicken fries chicken oh. fries well, yeah i'm like oh whatever and i wasn't hungry until three o'clock in the morning so i guess they did their trick yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, we go into Walmart. We just go in. Or I ordered a coffee and some food, and we look up and they call a number that's like 20 numbers over mine. Yeah. And there's just a whole shitload of people. I just look around and they're all dressed in club wear. Oh yeah, yeah. People were yeah coming back from the club. Just left as well. the club, and there was this giant stack of DoorDash orders. Oh my lord, Walmart. yes. People just ordering DoorDash at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and you're forgetting the fact. You're forgetting the most important part. The more mo- the most interesting part about this story is, before we went to that Wawa, we stopped at another Wawa, and it was closed. Oh yeah, we were. It was like in where was it? Somewhere it, in Delaware. Yeah, because right? we were charging. Uh, it was the one yeah, with the charger. Right in Dover. Yes, we were charging Dover, the car. Delaware. We walk up to the front door and it's locked. And here there's people inside cleaning and the, yeah, the, the Wawa just closed. It wasn't a 24-7. The seven lot was full. <laughs> yeah, people kept coming into the, the Wawa and walking up and then walking back. <laughs> the fact that the Wawa that has the charger isn't open 24 hours is just weird, right? Of all the Wawa's, you yeah. think that one would be open 24 hours because people are coming and charging various hours of the day. It's just odd. It's I've never yeah, seen a Wawa not open yeah, 24 hours. have to stop and wait there for 15 minutes, right? Yes. So why are you open? stop and wait at a place that makes sandwiches. Literally every other Wawa in the world is open 24-7. Not this one. <laughs> it's so <laughs> odd. It was really weird. But yes, the other Wawa, because the other Wawa is closed, I guess, this one is just, just flooded with people trying to get Wawa food. Uh, so, yeah, very interesting. But enough about that. I guess uh, there was something else I wanted to discuss, and I don't remember what it was. So we'll just go right by it and move right into SeaWorld Orlando. We went to their Hello Scream event on Friday, September 24th. The event was open from 7 p.m. to midnight. And there was a separate entrance for this event. So as I described in our SeaWorld Craft Beer Festival, I went during the day and experienced that while the kids were back at the hotel. Then Ian and everybody showed up at 6, 8, 6 p.m. because I read online that 6 p.m. you can get into the park. I assumed you could just get into the park at 6 p.m. But the separate entrance, they well, they didn't even let you in, right, Ian, until... 6:30. It was. It was like yeah, some. Like six, like 6:30, they let you into a certain part of the park, like near Shamu Stadium, but it wasn't until like 7 p.m. could you actually go and experience anything at all. Oh, hey, did we finally get the review of the cold nachos? The cold nachos. And the quesadilla. Well, I mean, if you watch the, uh, you know, watch the video, you see they're like, I uh, got a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, but it has, it's only on the video the podcast, I'm sure. Hey, how were the nachos? Listen, Do you remember? That. Uh, they were good. They're nachos. Like we were in a rush, so yeah, like, the nachos. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really focused on the food. Yeah, yeah, we're getting ready to do the inaugural uh, Hello Scream. I was like, there's only Zero. like four houses. We gotta get Let's on. Knock that. it out. <laughs> yeah, so that was um, <laughs> that was interesting. So we met up at seven o'clock, uh, and then we went and we uh, started doing some houses. But before we do that, let's talk about. The event ticket prices. So the gate price is uh, a joke. It's $100, $99.99. So I believe they do that. I mean, why not, right? I mean, if you're going to be dumb enough to walk up to the front gate and try to get a ticket, charge whatever you want. Because no one's doing that. No no one in their right mind is going to the front gate and buying these tickets. So charge, charge $300. Who cares? Because if they're going to the front gate, obviously they don't care about money whatsoever. Like they'll, they'll drop whatever amount of money it costs to get into this event. Because you go online... It's $41 in tax, with tax. But various times, they have these sales going on. So the whole time, there's, oh, a spooky sale and this sale. And one, once one sale ends, another sale starts back up. So it's constantly online. If you pre-purchase your, your ticket, you're spending like $45 after you pay your fees and taxes or whatever it is. Could you buy tickets? Because it's a separate entrance. So I don't even know how you – would you have to go to the, the real front to buy tickets and go back to the – I don't know how that works. There, there was a – ticket area oh there was like yeah was anybody buying tickets at the front gate <sighs> that's insane i'm not sure all right so there's that but there's also a day plus single night so you can go during the day and go to the event at night and it's 119.99 so 120 dollars. so that's pretty good value you get to go during the day sea world all day and then you go to the event that night so i mean if you don't have a day ticket that's not a bad value the gate price of course is 213.99 so <laughs> I don't know. They're all crazy. But so that's the ticket prices. Three of us bought tickets during the opening, like when like the, the super early sale, like the, when it first went on sale for you know, a week or whatever. And we got it for like 35 bucks or something. So we actually did get a little cheaper than um, the other kids who got theirs. So another interesting thing is so SeaWorld is a family friendly park. 
obviously they never had a Halloween event before. I mean, they had the like, the daytime, ooh, spooky, you know, for little kids, and they have a Christmas event. Very family friendly. This event for Hello Scream, I was curious if they're going to go all in on Hello Scream. Oh, they did. This was not your kid friendly <laughs> SeaWorld Park at night. They had their one show we'll talk about uh, was very adult. They were they had the shot girls walking around trying to sell shots. And every bar had dancers, like half-naked ladies, dancing uh, in little cages. They had one lady above the bar. You know those cloth things that they do the acrobatics? I don't know. She was above the bar doing that stuff, twirling around. So, uh, yeah. And and plus they had in the middle, like they had these big sections uh, built where they had these ladies dancing to like Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle and (laughs) Yeah, this was not. They went full, full-fledged uh, Hello Scream on this event. Uh, merch-wise, they had what you would, what you'd expect. Uh, Alexis, my daughter, got the Guess I'll Die shirt, and everyone comp- complimented her on it, how they loved it. So I don't know. I actually made one. <laughs> I have it on Amazon. Did anyone buy it? Not a soul. No, nope, not a, not a person has bought my Guess I'll Die shirt. But because <laughs> there's only this only small section of Gen Z that understands anything of what it means. I have no idea what it means. Yeah. I just have no clue. No, and I just I'm don't close. have the energy to look it up. Well, the, Ian, like, well, no, no. What, Ian, you just told me, uh, you're just too old <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even tell you. Yeah. So like, I nah. just had to explain it. No I, we did explain it to you. So what was it? Was... What, what's the explanation? Guess I'll die. Go. Guess I'll die. So like, say something happens to you, right? So yeah. then like, a minor inconvenience and you just say, Oh, I guess I'll die. Like if I'm driving and my car stopped working, I'd be like, guess I'll die. Hmm. All right. right, Whatever. All right. So there's your merch minute. Uh, now let's talk about the rides. We did ride two rides while we were there. Mako, which was, Oh man, I love me. The Mako. Mako's a great coaster. You're talking about the only two rides open. Actually, that is true (laughs) for the event. There's only two rides open. Mako and Infinity Falls. Uh, we rode Mako. It was absolute blast. Love Mako. One of, probably my favorite B&M Hyper. Let me state Hyper. Not oh, that's because Dick. it's the best one. Yeah, it's so good. And then we rode Infinity Falls. Now, let me tell you about Infinity Falls. That was funny. Oh, my God. Watch the YouTube video. The second <laughs> you time... You have to watch the video. Totally worth it, that w- video. The second time I scream, watch it closely. You see. You can clearly see, because I watched it today... A huge wave of water right in front of the camera and just splat. I mean, just two times during that ride, I got drenched. I mean, like somebody poured a bucket of water over my head twice on that ride. It was so bad because I was wearing my Vessies, so my waterproof shoes. It was so bad. We were sitting because right after we got off of that, we went to Monster Stomp. I took my shoes off Monster Stomp and poured water out of them because it's waterproof. They're not going to leap out it either. It works in both directions. Yes. I dumped water out of both of my shoes. Like, they were full of water. It was insane. I got so wet. <laughs> Another interesting thing, was, go back and watch that video. It is so funny to watch because, you know, a lot of these water rides, there's like, they, they have like, they have like fountains of water or like just, like just water going that once you get to a certain point that it turns off. So it's like, oh, no, we're getting wet. And then it turns off and you go through it. Then it turns back on for the next car. So Infinity Falls has a ramp. At a certain point, we're underneath that ramp, and there's water from that ramp just dripping down onto where we are. And, he, and during that video, Ian's like, oh, don't worry, it'll turn off. Uh. <laughs> and at one point, like, it's not turning off. <laughs> he thought it, like it was an effect, but it's just, it just, that's, you know, there's a ramp with water. It's going to flow out. <laughs> so funny. He's like, oh, don't worry, that'll turn off. I'm like, yeah, that's not turning off, buddy. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Uh, maybe I'm overselling it, <laughs> but it's so good. But yeah, so Finney Falls soaked uh, head to toe, just like dripping, drenched, like just disgusting. What? So for next year, you're getting the thigh high vinyl boots. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going full uh, yellow uh, <laughs> rubber duck outfit. <laughs> just pull them all the way up. Oh my god, what a. What a, oh man, that's too much. All right, let's get right into the shows. First, we have Siren's Song. So its description is, who's behind all these ominous occurrences? Here's your chance to find out. If you have the courage to face her and the one she summons to help her carry out the carnage, 
prepare for special events, hypnotic dancing, and spine-chilling savage savagery <laughs> in this outdoor spectacle. This is the story of the sirens, and it's not for the faint of heart. So, yeah, this is in one section right in front of the, uh, the wild Arctic. Yeah. So they had a bunch of little stages set up around the middle of this plaza, and they had these dancers on each one of them, and they had the one like, oh, we're the sirens in the sea world, whoa, 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 and watch the video. But anyway, it's very adult. Uh, they're dancing, you know, doing their thing. They had uh, plants in the audience, which is really cool, because they'd go out, because they sacrifice, you know, all the human race, bad to the earth. You know, that's basically the the gist of the story is we abused mother earth. Now they're here to take vengeance on us or something to that effect. So they're taking audience member, well, quote unquote audience members, plants part of the show. And they're like, <laughs> like stringing them up and like making them die. And one's cuts the throat. I mean, it's very gra- graphic, I suppose. And the one, they take a couple and the one siren dances and seduces the dude and makes the girl watch the girlfriend. But then the girlfriend goes up and she gets seduced. So they give her a knife and the girlfriend kills the boyfriend. And yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a very interesting show, but it's very, like I said, it's not something that you'd want to, you want your little kids to watch. I would, I would reckon but pretty good show overall. It was okay. And what do you think? I don't really have too much to say about it. It was fine. Yeah. It, was it wasn't right. anything crazy. All right. Good enough. Then we have Monster Stomp Slasher Alley. In the misty corners of Victorian-era London, a flend. What is flend? F-L-E-N-D. Flend. A flend known as Jack the Ripper walks the streets. Watch him take this. What? Fiend? Is that an I? Oh, okay. Yep, that's not an L. There you go. A fiend. Much better. Much better. Much better. Okay. A fiend known as Jack the Ripper walks the streets. Watch him take the stage in a way you'll know you've never seen before in this modern rock and rhythm spectacular. Hold on to your seat as electrifying for electri- electrifying percussion, dancing and singing combine for a show that is darkly entertaining as it is exhilarating. So this was a good show. It kind of ended abruptly, like without yeah a, a, a good closing, I suppose. Um, nice stage. Uh, literally, we we got off of Infinity Falls, went to the show, so we were soaked. And they're like the metal seats. So oh my god, like bench seats, cold. Like you sat like ah, like sitting on an ice cube. That was a little chilly. But uh, we were the first ones in the building, and uh, we got front row center. Of course, there's you could buy tickets for better seats or whatever, so th- those people sat in front of us. But, uh, yeah, pretty good show. So, Ian, you thought this was better than BGW? Yeah. All right. I think the singers were better, too. Yeah, that's the show's Scare Zones. They had Four, Deadly Ambush, Sea of Souls, Frozen Terror, and uh, Witchcraft Bayou. Deadly Ambush, years 1961. You've wandered into a quiet campground nestled in nature. It might sound like a dream, but a new nightmare has just begun here. What's happening to the campers? Creatures are emerging from the darkness. There's nowhere to hide and no park ranger to rescue you. Come back to civilization now before it's too late. So this was fantastic. I mean, let me just say in general, all the scare zones were very, uh, they're large, a lot of props, a lot of characters, very nicely done. Ian, would you agree with that? Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, uh, this one was great because it's kind of like a Friday Thirteenth vibe, you know, because it was right next to Lake too. So you're going and like, oh, be careful. And they had RVs pulled aside the road, and it was. Re- I I really, 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 really liked the feel of this scare zone. Then you have Sea of Souls. This is a pirate one, which is really well done too. I mean, they they had some really cool props in this one. This is it, the site of that horrific shipwreck. Those marauding pirates were too arrogant to see their downfall coming, and now they're doomed to wander through a sea of gruesome reminders. Their souls are restless, and their anger is real. They'll never stop seeking revenge on those who escaped their ghastly fate. Steer clear if you can. So again, there's some stilt guys and people just going, ah, you know, pirates. It's very good. Very well done. Not anything Close to what you see at Six Flags Great Adventure. <laughs> They're quote-unquote scare zones. <laughs> they, these are thought out and really well done. Frozen did, did Terror. take a torn sheet and stick it in a dinosaur mouth? <laughs> that was actual house. Not, that's not, that was a maze. That wasn't even a scare zone, sadly <laughs> enough. Uh, then there's Frozen Terror. This must have been in front of the, the Frozen house, right? Uh, 
I don't recall this particular. This is like on the way there. Yeah, I think so. You might think you're a safe distance from the snow-embalmed research facility, but you're not free from the frozen horrors. This inhospitable Arctic wasteland is swarming with icy subhuman walkers. They may have pickaxes and shovels, but they're not here to help dig for survivors. They're here to turn you into one of them. All right. So, yeah. Uh, Again, I don't remember this specifically, but I'm sure it's good. And then witchcraft by you. This is kind of where we started, where those, those witches are always screaming, come back, don't leave. Very good. I like this one, too. The cult is growing and the lore is powerful. It's hazardous to pass through this backwater bayou, but there's no way around. Voodoo and witchcraft aren't real, right? Tell that to the zealous worshippers trying to shackle you with their spells. They won't rest until your soul belongs to her, too. Stay alert, or the dark magic will drag you down. Yeah, again, another... Their their scare zones are top-notch. You need to say no more about their scare zones uh, for this event. Very well done. A lot of people... Good theming. Love it. So those are the scare zones. Again, I should mention that this this event is only a portion of SeaWorld. Like, it's one section of SeaWorld that they they had opened in the back of the park. So you couldn't... That's why they only had, you know, two rides open, because that was all that was encompassing the event. So you couldn't get to any of the other rides, because that part of the park was not open. So that's why. All right, let's talk about the mazes. They were... Uh, Amazing. Haunted houses, actually, they're called here. All right, so first one we did was dead vines. Something is stirring among the trees. A shiver runs down the spine as you creep forward. One timid step at a time. Is this jungle alive or undead? There is ominous force at work here. A merciless mystery of ivy and evil. She's poisoned these woods with an all-consuming appetite for visitors like you. Keep moving and find out before it's too late. Oh, no. <laughs> Keep moving and find a way out before it's too late. You don't want to end up dead on the vine. <laughs> it's a dead vine. Yeah. Uh, so this one, the house, so this is the first one we went to, and the event opened at 7, and we got in the line, and it was like 7.30, and it still didn't open. And I don't know if all the houses were late to open, or just this one, but it did open shortly after that, and we went through pretty quickly, but yeah, it, kind of a delayed start there the difference between this and the night before when we went to hhn you know in hhn they're very uh you know cautious they have the plexiglass and everybody's like kind of staying back here no plexiglass these these characters are in your face like they're coming up to you on blah right in front of your face so a totally different event as far or feel for an event uh how to do it the halloween so it was a very good very good house and if any uh Thoughts of dead vines? Uh, not too much. It reminded me of Root of Evil at uh, Bush Gardens. Okay. All right. I but, see uh, that. It was, I think I had to feel this way about all the houses, to be honest, where they're just, that's, I think that that's the weakest part of the event. The houses? I think their scare zone and the atmosphere and everything else is really good. Yeah. But their houses just felt okay. They're better than Bush Gardens. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you should, uh. Visit Six Flags and tell me how you feel about these houses. <laughs> I, I have a new appreciation for these houses. I, tell you. <laughs> I had the foresight of not to. Uh, so there's only four houses, uh, four yeah, houses in this event. The next one we did was Captain's Revenge. A tempting and terrifying force has possessed those who have once labored aboard this vessel. Against every warning, you descend to its dark underbelly in search of the captain who swore revenge on you. Wait, why are we looking for someone who swore revenge on us? What grisly horror lurks around the next dimly lit corner? Creaks and groans fill the musty air. You're surrounded by what remains of the ill-fated crew. It's time to find a way out before they find permanent quarters for you. So this house... The facade of it was really cool. It looked like a ship. So they did a really good good work on the outside. Now, this is another house that we got into the queue, and it wasn't too badly. It was, the line wasn't too bad. They let, uh, I don't know, about 10 people in and then just stopped. I don't know. Something happened inside the house. We stood there for probably 10 minutes where they didn't let anybody in at all. So then, of course, the queue got backed up. But we were like right, like we were like the second group to go after they started it back up. So I'm not sure what happened. This house had a little fewer... Uh, characters in it than the other one. Uh, very nice set, though. I mean, they, they took their time with the set, and they did have speakers in this one, and I think did they have speakers in all of them, so they had ambient music and stuff going on throughout the house, which is really nice. You know, it's a nice touch. 
So uh, I really like this one too. Captain's Revenge. All right. Andy, anything about Captain's? It was broken down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. All right. Next is <laughs> Beneath the Ice. All right, this one. In the icy wilderness above the Arctic Circle, a research facility was lost, buried under snow, and cut off from the outside world. Something compelled you to join the rescue party, no doubt. Oh, no. <laughs> but doubt is creeping in. Was that laughter or the wind? That shiver you feel isn't just from the cold. These chambers aren't just frozen tombs. They're pulsing ooh, with unspeakable horrors. And you'll have to stay frosty and alert to survive beneath the ice. Yeah, this one. Uh, okay, so this is interesting. So, again, they pulse people in small groups in this event. So we were the very first group to go into this house together. And I was the very first person to go in as our group. So we walk into the first room. And it's really a nice room. Nothing really going on. So I get about halfway through the room and I just turn around to make sure everybody's with me. At that point, like <laughs> a huge air horn goes off. Wind gets shot at you and a guy jumps out all at one time. Oh my Lord. I, I get, I jumped like a hundred feet. In the air. It was completely quiet. And then just all of a sudden, like multi-sensory, just, just every, it was the, the, the wind, the air horn, the dude, like, so yeah, visual feel and sound. Oh my Lord. It was crazy. It was so good. It was so nicely done. And, uh, the house in general, I think uh, when we walked out, if you watch the video, we said that's our favorite house of the event. And I probably, uh, have to agree with that. I mean, I don't remember much about them other than that, but really, really good. Ian, do you have anything to say about beneath? It was my the favorite ice? house. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> one was, uh, that was good. <laughs> it was fast paced. Yes. And then the last one, Water's Edge Inn. Another hotel one. This is very interesting. This one is, this inn sure doesn't look like the pictures in the review. From the moment you arrive, you can feel that something is terribly wrong. Every crumbling hallway into King room is crawling with restless souls. Maybe those wild stories about this place's sea-crazed owner <laughs> and his search for the sirens were true all along. Having second thoughts about checking in? Don't worry. The staff will be right with you everywhere you turn. So there's another uh, hotel one. This queue had the longest wait. The house in general was uh, pretty short. I mean, this maze of all the other ones were probably the shortest of all, all the houses. Yeah. Uh, it was nice, though. It was a nice hotel maze. They had a lot of cool effects. Yes. Yeah. A lot of cool things they were doing in it. Yeah. I, 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 and this is another one. Again, these houses to me... I'm perfectly fine with it. I enjoy this event. In fact, if I had to pick this event over the other Hello Scream event at Bushgrounds Williamsburg, even though this is smaller, doesn't have many rides, doesn't have many houses, doesn't probably have as many scare zones, I would 100% go to this one again. Now, understand, Bushgrounds Williamsburg Hello Scream, I've gone to every year since I, you know, for I don't know how long, you know, for years and years and years and years, like 20 years. So maybe that's something to do with it, that this is a new event, a new park, uh, that, could, that could play into effect. But overall, uh, as far as I'm concerned, next year, if I could only do one, I'd do the SeaWorld one over Bush Grants Williamsburg. But so what's your favorite hotel maze so far? I knew you were going to ask that. I feel like that's easy. I think easy. it's still got to be Condemned. Yeah. Condemned at uh, King's Dominion, then this one, and then uh, a real cheap hotel <laughs> with with bed bugs, and then Six Flags <laughs> Grand Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even going to put Six Flags Great Adventure, that maze, in the not category. The list. Okay. It's not even, technically, it is a hotel maze, but that thing was just a joke. I mean, I could build a better hotel maze in my basement right now with the materials I have in my basement. Like, I'm not going to buy just anything. What's on hand. I'll use what I have, <laughs> and I will make a better maze. <sighs> but if you want to hear about <laughs> our Six Flags Great Adventure, <laughs> listen to episode 129 last week or whenever we released it. Actually, no, we just released it literally. I just released it like yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, I've been so busy. We recorded that thing like a week ago. <laughs> it's just yeah. taking me that long to edit it and get it out. Hopefully, I can do a little bit faster on this one. So that was basically the event. Ian, uh, do you have anything to add about this one? I think that I think it was really good for its first year. <laughs> yeah. For it being the first event. Yeah. I think if they expand upon it. Yep. Wow, expand upon it. It could be like a amazing event. Yes, I agree. Now, we went to Busch Gardens Tampa, their Hello Scream, a couple, um, I don't know, many years ago, I guess now. How do you uh, compare it to that? 
Jeez, I don't really remember Tampa's too well. <laughs> okay. So I can't really give it a good comparison. Tampa was good. I I really liked it. Well, that was the entire park. You know, they they really dig dug in to Busch Gardens Tampa with that event. So it was a much bigger event. I think both like doing a combo ticket of both events. You can't go wrong. I, I think you'd have one heck of a nice weekend or you know back to back days. So if you weren't doing a combo, say you weren't going to Tampa or HHN, is SeaWorld Orlando's Hollow Scream good enough to make it travel worthy? You mean like so why travel you... to Orlando just to do SeaWorld? Do you have a SeaWorld pass? I say if you have a SeaWorld pass, even if you okay, let's say you don't have a SeaWorld pass, the 120 for the day and night, especially if they have the food, the craft beer festival going on during the day. 100%. Think that is going you to seem be to love that craft beer fest too. Right? That's going to be a great day. That is a great day. So that would be worth travel if I have a weekend open. Yes. I go down to Orlando, fly down or drive in. Yep. You know, 7-8 hour drive or you know 10 hour or whatever it may be. Yep. So you'd say go do that. Yes. Now, just the event, just hello screen, just because the the what they offer in the limited rides and I mean it's not even the cost. I mean it's 40 bucks to get in, but is it worth the 120 round trip to fly or the, you know, 16 hours to round trip to drive. And then you're getting a hotel and then yeah, probably not. I, if that's the only thing you're doing, I don't think I, I don't know if that'd be a destination to go for a short and come back, but the day, like if you're making a whole day out of it, going there first thing in the morning, doing the craft beer festival during the day and doing the event at night. That's a great day. I mean, I'll, I will do that. If, if that's, if I can do it next year, I will 100% do it next year. I loved it. So much fun. Uh, anything else before we move on to HHN? Anybody? No. Going once, going twice? Nope. So is this a save the best for last type of thing? Save the best for last. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right. Let's talk a little about HHN. Now, I honestly, I didn't go through all that trouble to get all the descriptions and everything for the houses and the scare zones. I'll go through them all. I don't think we're going to go through each one and talk about each one because I don't remember each one. I can tell you uh, in general my feelings. And Ian, I guess you'll do the same. But there is some interesting things to speak about leading up to the event and uh, some interesting stories that uh, I do want to tell. We drove down Thursday, went to HHN Thursday night, and we had the early scream and we had the express lane. So the early scream is $30, essentially. It gets you into the park from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., but you can get in early. Ian, what was the time that you can get in, the earliest time? Because we asked the lady at the front gate. It 2.45? It was 45. I don't know. I think it was 2.45. All right. Yeah, because it's 3 o'clock is what you can get in. Yeah. So you so it lets you win. Uh, the ticket says it's from 3 to 5 p.m. Essentially, that's when the park is open. So you get in two hours that you get regular park time, and that allows you to go into the stay and scream instead of being outside in the chaos outside the park. So it's $30 for two hours, but it's actually two hours, 15 minutes. If you, you know, utilize when they actually let you in for me without question, hands down worth every penny because the chaos that exists, well, if you're a hotel guest, it's not as bad because you can get the hotel entrance, but if you're a regular guest, you're insane not to spend the $30 to get into to stay and scream. Cause my Lord, then the sea of humanity that exists outside that front gate of a hello scream or HHN it's unbearable. Yeah. Like, Oh my Lord. So we did that. An interesting thing is when we checked into the hotel, we checked into which one was it? Dockside, whatever they blah, 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 dockside, the universal hotel. Yeah. And I can tell you with dockside open those, that group of hotels, cause we stayed at the other side, Surfside before for HHN. And it was wonderful. Like the buses were just always there. It was great. Now that Dockside exists, it's uh, it's not as good. The buses are a little slower. They stop they stop at both sides, so Dockside is always second, and it just so it the doesn't. Buses full before you get on it. Bus, uh, we had to stand most of the time coming back, and it seems like there's less buses, which I, doesn't make any sense. But like when we were leaving HHN, I think two times we had to wait in pretty substantial line because now you get two hotels using this one bus instead of just the one. So there's a lot of people. And the buses weren't as uh, Johnny on the spot as they seem to be in the past. So uh, I'm kind of, uh, I'm not, you know, now that both sides are open, I'm not liking those. I mean, their price point you can't beat, but it, you're probably better off to stay closer to hotels. What's the one I like? Where did we stay last time, Ian? Cabana Bay. Cabana Bay, yeah. I'd say spend a couple extra bucks stay at Cabana Bay. Uh, you're closer and you get your dedicated bus. So 
I'd do that. But and that's just a better hotel overall in general. Uh, but anyway, so the $30 early stay screen. So we checked in the dock side. I went over to the concierge and I was getting my tickets printed. She printed out. So I got 10 Scream early tickets. So I got five. So six of us going. I had the annual pass, so I didn't need it. So I can get in the park anyway. But I bought 10. Two for each person for two days because we're going Thursday and we're going Saturday. So that's $300. And I that was on top of whatever other tickets we got. So she proceeds to print out all my passes and all my vouchers. She hands them to me. And I noticed I only had two, two stain screams. I said, hey, well, I'm missing like eight stain screams here. <laughs> I, I have I have more. And she's like, well, I don't think so. Are you sure when you put it in the cart? I'm like, you're talking about $280. I'm pretty sure I know if I chart, if I got, you know, I, I didn't pay $280 more than what I thought I was going to pay. Oh, she might've thought you bought your SeaWorld ticket at the gate. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And she's like, she's like, oh, I don't know. She's looking. And then, so, here, you had, like every time you log in, she had to log in and log out or do something, and she'd print one at a time. So it, she had to print them one at a time, and it was a little inconvenience. But like in the middle of doing it, she stopped and like was on the phone with somebody else and like trying to get it to work without doing. It. I'm like, you know, if you just kept going, I'd be out of this line already. <laughs> you know, all you do is keep print. Like when you're talking, just keep the process going. Don't stop. But she stopped as she was talking, and the whole time I'm like, oh my lord. You're, what do you expect this person to do over the phone? They're not going to be able to restart your printer. All, what do you what do you expect this person to do? Just keep doing what you're doing. And, and eventually that's all she ended up doing. Oh, my Lord. What a nightmare. Yeah. You are so mean. <laughs> now, listen, she's got a system that prints them out. Yes, it's cumbersome. But when she's on the phone, why not continue doing it? Like, what's the worst case scenario? That she screws up. It's not screwed up. Distracted, she, messes up. No, it, you can't mess it up. Apparently, you go out, you go good. in, it prints. Go out, you go in, it prints. Go out, you go in, you print. It's easy. You can, you get, and that's what she ended up doing. Like, oh my lord, why are you on the phone with somebody? Anyway, who cares? Okay. So, <laughs> such a savage. We get, oh my god. We, we get in the hotel. So, uh, we we do all the stuff. So, okay. So this is another interesting thing. So on Saturday, we go to stay and scream. And we're there from three to five, you know, we're riding rides, doing whatever. And we're, so it's like, I don't know what time it was, uh, closer to five o'clock, I suppose. And we decide to go into a stay and scream section of the park. You're housed until HHN starts. So uh, we scan, we go, go in line, we get our ticket scan. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, these passes aren't good for today. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, these, these passes aren't good for today. They're not good on Saturdays. Like, what are you talking about? I, this is, I get these tickets every year. So now I'm in panic mode because it clearly states on the ticket that they're not good on Saturdays. I'm like, what in the hell has happened to these tickets? Like, I don't know what's going on. So now I'm thinking, oh, crap, we're here on a Saturday. We spent the stay and scream to go early or the, the scream early. So we spent the $30 to get in this park. And here, we're going to have to leave at 5. <laughs> we're going to have to leave. Like, we can't stay for the event. Like, what are we going to do all night? So I go into customer service at the front of the park. And of course, there's a there's a line, so I'm waiting and I'm waiting. So I finally get in, in touch with somebody. Uh, I start talking to her. I explain what's going on, and she's looking at the stuff. And she's like, "Well, you know, I don't know what I can do. You know, blah blah blah." She said, "Well, I can downgrade you to these tickets, and it'll save you money. Um, but you know, there's nothing I can do for tonight." And I said, "That's fine. To do whatever you can do to save money." So she did that, and then she's like, "Well, okay, well." Um, and I said, "Was well, there anything else you can do? Because you know, now we spent $160 per person for basically one night event." <laughs> Plus these stay and scream tickets that are no now just basically worthless, right? There's no sense they're not stay and scream to scream early. They're they're now kind of worthless because we can't use them for the purpose that we bought them. She's like, okay, well I'll refund you for tonight's stay and scream. And I said, okay, or scream early. I can't say that right. So uh, she did that. So she has these other tickets that she downgraded our our passes with. She goes, well I'll give these to you even though they're not really going to do you any good. I said, that's fine. So I grab them and as I start walking out, I'm looking at them. And I noticed tonight's a valid night for these tickets. So then I'm like, wait a second, what is going on here? I'm thinking, how did I screw up so badly purchasing these tickets? Because now it hits me that the tickets I have now are the tickets I intended to buy to begin with. These are the ones I buy every year, not the ones that I ended up purchasing. And then like a wave of water hitting me on Infinity Falls, I realize when I went online to buy our multi-day tickets, Online, it said these tickets are not available for purchase. So I called Universal, and the dude I was talking to said, "Oh yeah, I can, I can, all right, I can sell you your tickets here." So he's like, "Oh, you want frequent fare?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I didn't even think about 
that's not the right pass. You know, we get the what's the other one, Ian? Is it a Russia fear? I think it's Russia fear. We get the we get the Russia fear every year, which is like the first three weeks. I bought the frequent fear, which is like the entire event, but like Saturdays are blacked out. Like there's certain days that you can't go, right? I think Friday and Saturdays you can't go, but it's the entire event. And it was like $30 more per ticket than the Russia fear. And when I, like I said, when I was talking to the guy, he's like, oh, you want frequent fear? And I was like, yeah. I'm not thinking that that's not the right pass. Saturday, oh my Lord. I went from thinking, oh my God, I just wasted, you know, our time and now we're not going to do it. And she didn't, she never picked up on the fact that we could go tonight with these tickets, which I don't, <laughs> which I guess is good because then she ended up giving us a refund on the stream early, which we ended up using because now we can go to tonight's event with these tickets. So it actually, we ended up saving more money than we probably should have. But at the time I didn't realize it either. I, I had no idea what was going on. I, cause I was asking her, I said, did you change the way these tickets work? Cause I get these tickets every year. I don't understand why I'm blacked out on a Saturday. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But so she, well, re- I think I'm going to need a flow chart. To accomplish <laughs> with this, Cause it's so confusing. So we got the freak. We bought the frequent fear on accident, which was $30 more per ticket than the Russia fear. She downgraded us to the Russia fear to give savings. She gave us a refund on our $30 per ticket for the uh, stream early for that day. I was still able to use the Russia fear ticket for that night. So then we went in and we did the event as normal. All planned. Oh, my Lord. What a freaking fiasco, man. Talk about a, a, a whirlwind of emotions. <laughs> like, oh, God, now. Yeah. Scanning our tickets and then being like, oh, these aren't valid for tonight. It's just like, oh. That was like, that was devastating. Was like, he, what? And he went to go talk to the ticket people and then we rode Transformers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you guys ride rides. I'll take care of this. I'll figure out what's going on. Yeah, might as well not. I mean, if, if we were going to be screwed anyway, I was like, you guys might as well ride. I mean, we paid for the two hours, so you might as well be able to ride some rides. So, okay. yeah, I don't Put yourself that. in this exact same situation, except replace the staff at Universal with Bush Gardens Williamsburg employees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How would this have gone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What ticket do you have? Uh, that's not our ticket. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, they they have no clue. Yeah, oh, man, talk about a stressful couple hours. Like, I was like, oh my god, it was it was just so awful. And I literally, not until I was walking out the like, she, I could have easily said, oh, don't worry about, it, just throw them away. Because what am I gonna do with them? Like when she was like, she like like nonchalantly said, well, I'll give these to you, these tickets, even though you know you're not gonna use them. If I wouldn't have taken them and looked at them, we would have walked out of the park and not went that night. I was walking out with the tickets in hand. I was looking at them because I was trying to figure out. I st- in my mind, I was still confused as to how I got the wrong tickets or whatever. And then when I actually saw the tickets, I'm like, oh, crap. Somehow I bought the wrong tickets online. Then I was thinking, how did I, how, did I, how could I be so careless? Because I do these every year. Then I realized, oh, wait, I didn't buy them online. I had to call because they weren't available online. Wow, what a nightmare. <laughs> Jeez, that was rough. I'm not going to lie. But after all that said, <laughs> we did do the uh, stuff. Let's talk about some of the stuff. So uh, the shows, the Marathon of Mayhem, Carnage Factory, that's their uh, water fountain show. Uh, yeah, not nearly as good as last year. And no. Yeah, it, no. It, it was okay. I have the whole show. I, I might release it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it was okay. It didn't seem as nearly as cool. Was it? No, yeah. No. Without Ghostbusters and stuff, yeah, just it's not nearly as good. And then they have their Halloween Nightmare Fuel Show, which is kind of a ripoff of their whatever they had last year with the dancing and stuff. So I say this is better than the uh, what was the name of that? Academy show? of Villains. Academy of Villains. So Academy of Villains, the year before it was good. The year before the last year. This is better than that, but it was not nearly as good as the last Academy of Villains show yeah. that they put on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This show was kind of a mix. They did a little bit of magic. So it was, it was interesting. It just wasn't all that. It was okay. It was just whatever. Yeah. It was, like, it was not something that I'd want to go. Like when I saw Academy of Villains that last year, I saw it. I'm like, I'm coming back to this show bef- before we leave. Like I'm going to see the show again. This, I did not have that. Mm-mm. But I didn't have... Uh, two the two years before when we saw the Academy of Villains, I'm like, oh my god, I'm dumber for watching this show. I want to rip my eyes out because I wasted my time. I didn't have that effect, so it was somewhere in the middle. 
I'm interested <laughs> to see what they do moving forward because they did announce that uh, it's a Fear Factor is closed forever. Yeah. That stage will probably be... Maybe gone? Gone. Yeah. We'll have to see. Uh, Scare Zones, uh, they had Crypt TV, 30 Years, 30 Fears, Seek and Destroy, Gore Wood Forest, Lights, Camera, Hackation, Eddie's Revenge. Now, I will say in general, for this this HHN, I was less involved, less uh, less committed than every HHN I've gone before. That's because I just feel like majority of the stuff wasn't as good. I, I think so, but I think like I'm at fault because like Crypt TV, I could have went to YouTube and watched some of that easily. Texas Chainsaw in years past, like when we went, what what year was it? They had Halloween Four, I believe. I haven't seen Halloween Four in I don't know how long, but I rewatched the movie and that made the house ten times better because I rewatched that movie. Like, oh yeah, that's that scene. You know, it all made sense. This year I didn't watch anything. House of Haunted Hill, I love that TV series, but I watched it when it first came out, which was how many years ago? So. Very little recollection of that. I didn't rewatch Beetlejuice, although I've seen Beetlejuice enough. Beetlejuice is one of those movies. I don't need to rewatch it to know Beetlejuice because I've you seen it. You can just it. start quoting Beetlejuice. Yeah, I know Beetlejuice, right? right. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw, I actually gave a thought about watching that over again, but I never I never pulled the trigger, never did it. Bride of Frankenstein Lives. I, I don't watch any of those old movies, to be honest with you, the black and white versions. I never watch them. HHN Icons Captured. Obviously, the things that aren't IP, there's nothing I could really do with. But what, what do you mean? You have a whole book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Scare Zones before we get into, I guess, all the houses or whatever. But Scare Zones, they're good like every year. But again, there's not one that I was like, oh, yeah. Like The Purge. Like I was like, I really like that one. Or obviously the Rob Zombie one was my all-time favorite. But there was no, there was no Scare Zone this year that I was excited about or I even really knew anything about. I, I didn't watch any TV shows they're based on, so I walked through them like, oh, okay, yeah, that's Scare Zone. And same with the houses. Like, I'm I'm too new of a fan to appreciate, like, the HHN icons or Welcome to Scary. I know Scary's in every HHN. It's the town, that, you know, this fictional town. But I'm not really invested in it. Uh, so eh, this, this event, to me, fell flat in general, but I think it was more my own doing than uh, the lack of the event. I'll, I'll say otherwise, because right, I right. I know a good bit of the icons. All I've right. read that book like five times. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I think just I think the icon house was just underwhelming. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember a lot of them. I mean, we, we only did most of the houses one time. Yes. In fact, Thursday night, we did a couple houses bef- without the... Uh, Express Pass, and we didn't do them a second time with the Express. Yeah, we never even went back to do them. After one night, I think I'm spent. I think I'm done. I don't need it. It's too crowded. It's too busy. It takes a lot of energy and time to go through there. Have you just done it too much? But it's always new, though. That's the the weird thing, right? It's When we're walking through SeaWorld the night before for their Hello Scream, a completely different vibe. It was laid back. We were having a good time. You know, we could breathe. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't feel like we were rushed. And even when we have the Express, HHN is so busy. Like, you don't feel like you can breathe. Like, it's just, you're just jammed. And you go from one thing to the next, and you wait in line. And you go to another one, you wait in line. If you want to do anything, you're waiting in line. Even with Express, it's just a line after line after line after line. We stopped, and we got, like, a grilled cheese. So I got some brisket grilled cheese sandwich at one point with a drink. But then there's like no place to eat. It's <laughs> so eating off a, on top of a trash can. But you're always like you always feel like you got to keep going. You know what I mean? Like oh I, got, I, I don't know. Maybe it's my mentality. I, I think this year's houses were lackluster as well. I think back to like when we went with Poltergeist. Oh my god. Like I'd like I'd actively be like oh I want to get in line for Poltergeist or like yes. uh, Ghostbusters. Oh there was lord. no house yep. this year that I was like oh I 100% am excited to do this again and I want to do this again. But yeah, Beetlejuice was the closest thing. And after we did it once, I was like, okay, well, it was okay. I mean, it was a good house, but I didn't like, oh, I need to do Beetlejuice again. In fact, we only did Beetlejuice once, I believe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, like, yeah, we had a express pass to do Beetlejuice again, and we didn't do it. And I think, I think COVID played into this as well with the plexiglass. I think that pulled away from the Yeah, houses. yeah, yeah, because they had plexiglass everywhere, and, you know, and it was, yeah. And they, I think that's that, why that could be. The, that could be. the pumpkin house, uh, so Wicked Growth. Wicked Growth. I think that's why that was probably our favorites because there was a, there wasn't a lot of plexiglass. That was not as COVID as the other houses. Yeah, the Wicked Growth house was my favorite. Uh, probably yours too, Ian. Oh, by far, that was I. I so that was a good house. So good. I really enjoyed that one. Even the facade outside, 
had a bunch of pumpkins lined up that lit up. I mean, it was it was so so good. I, I really enjoyed that house. Inside the sets house. inside were awesome. Yeah, yeah. all the big there's just so much cool stuff going on in that house. Oh yeah, the big pumpkin come at you and all kinds going of going across yeah. the bridge. Yeah, you know that 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 one was I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. It, it, and when we did a Saturday, and I think it disappointed us a little bit. I don't I don't know. I I, I think we had a really good run through on Thursday. Yeah. And I think I was like eh, a little down on it. But like that's why like you haven't seen a YouTube video yet, and I'm, actually I started working on it today. Uh, I think I do have enough stuff where I can throw together like a 20-minute video. Yeah, like at a certain point I just stopped recording. We were there Saturday, and what time did we leave the park? Nine or ten? It was early. Like, we were gone like for the night. Like, now you guys said we're you're going back, right? Did you you didn't go back? Uh, we didn't go back. Yeah, I was ready to go. I was like that second night. Granted. Earlier in the day, we had that whole stressful situation. I mean, that that mentally, you know, that, that took a lot out of me. But yeah, by 10 o'clock, I mean, the I mean, again, it was Saturday. The place was packed. You could ever ever there was a line to do anything. I was like, yeah, I, I'm over it. I, I'm I'm good. I, I did all the houses. I feel like I got a good grasp on the event. I'm gonna go back to the hotel and sleep so that way I can get up the next morning and drive home. <laughs> so, and that's what we did. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, overall, I like the event. I mean, I love HHN. This is by far the worst HHN we've been to, though. I feel in that way. In my opinion. Yeah. 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 In my opinion, yeah. The scare zones really didn't connect. The houses didn't really connect that much. And uh, I, I educated myself on everything that was yeah. there. And I still, it was just like. But I mean, the show, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to say that water show is better than last year. No, no. Or two years ago. And no one can say that that Halloween show the Halloween nightmare fuel that was better than the last uh, edition of whatever that's called. And I feel so disappointed with seek and destroy because I feel like that scare zone is like always the best one. It has the potential to be the best one with just how interesting it can be because how big it is, how much space they yeah. have. Yeah. Well, there's like zombie land. That was yeah. pretty cool. The yeah. purge is probably like the best scare zone ever. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And then for them to have like this weird like Star Wars esque thing going well, apparently on. Apparently, now they added in uh, people from what's that Netflix show? The yeah. Netflix show. There's everyone's, a lot of Netflix everyone's shows. watching. Squid Game. Yeah, Squid Game. I think they have people from Squid Game in there now. So of course. See, could it be just a lack of good IP in this couple years? I mean, because the year we went, right? Stranger Things was huge. Yeah. Right. They picked from all kinds of IP. You know, you had Rob Zombie and a thousand a thousand corp. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. You know, Killer yeah. Clowns was super oh, fun. I mean, they had all great. this great IP. And what you're talking about now, I mean, it's like there's really nothing in the pop culture out there at the moment that there's yeah, no, maybe, yeah, maybe there's didn't nothing to, to get super excited personally, about. Yeah. yeah, the IPs were weak, but I also think just their original houses were really weak. Because I feel like in the past they've had some really good original houses. I don't even remember the names of any of the houses this year. Like, the, what was Revenge the weird the one? Tooth Fairy, Public oh, Theater, ew. Wicked Growth, Case Files on Case Earth. Files, that one. I don't even remember that. That was, we did that one twice. Oh, did we? Remember, we did it before we left on the first day, because we were like, well, might as well, because it had like a 10 minute wait. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it was the one where like, there was like, it was like book pages. Oh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was weird. I do remember that. Yeah, it was like pages out of a book. Case files. Oh, yeah, it makes like, sense. It wasn't bad, but it was just weird. Kind of, it didn't feel like too cohesive, I guess. Now, with that said, if I'm ranking events, if I'm talking about a Halloween event, I think this would still have to be number one. See, I feel like even with the you know lack of excitement for each IP, it still had ten really good themed. I mean, when you walk to the houses, you could tell these weren't just you know plywood. They threw sheets of plywood up. And, you know, a, a, a pitcher and, you know, called it a day. You got to appreciate the effort that they went through and the fact that they're all new. And even though the shows weren't all that great, it was, I mean, it was a full-blown Halloween event. So yeah. I think as a Halloween event, Halloween event goes, I enjoyed it. It was I think it was the best Halloween event. But if I could pick, if I could go to, like, this weekend, I could pick one Halloween event to go to and only one. And I had nothing, like, I couldn't buy anything. I could just go to the event and enjoy myself. It would not be HHN. If I go to HHN, I need the express pass. You know, <laughs> I need to stay and scream. You know, I, I need a bunch of stuff to make it a good trip. Otherwise, I'm just in line. You know, you know how your feet were hurting, Joanna, at uh, Six Flags? That yeah, That's all night at HHN. If you don't have the right yeah. passes, you're going to be stuck in huge-ass lines, and that's all you're doing all night. It's waiting in lines. That's it. You're just mad I beat you at a Men in Black. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, again, it was an off year. 
don't know what was going on. You know, the whole year is just asunder. Yeah, nothing, nothing really worked out. You know what else? Another, another weird thing is I spoke to at least two different cast members who told me that the rides were not included in the Express Pass, the Haunted House Express Pass. I said, well, that's really weird because they were every other year. And I don't know how we got this conversation. I think I asked someone... I just asked a random cast member, hey, you know, the rides are still included in this pass, right? And she said no. So then at some point, another point I was talking to a cast member, I asked that one, and she also said no. But then, so we were going to ride the mummy, and we were going to get into the standby line, and I said, well, let me just ask this person if this works. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, you can get it. So, yeah, you are, this, it does work with the rides. So I don't know why <laughs> cast members are saying they don't. So, do you mean your express pass? Yes, my express pass, yes. Okay, so it's expressed for rides and houses? Yes. Oh, nice. It's always been, though. It has always been that way. It's just yeah. this year, I don't know why. I, 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 Like I said, I asked someone, maybe just to start a conversation, and they told me no. And then I confirmed it, and they, another person told me no. Then when I actually went to the ride, they said, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how it works. Oh, maybe I asked the, the person. Oh, I think the first person I asked probably was at concierge at the uh, hotel. And yeah, that make that story checks out then. <laughs> she what the one that couldn't print. Yeah, the way, yeah, the one that couldn't figure out how to print and just stop printing altogether, even though she had some other way to print, but just didn't want to do it that way. <laughs> just she couldn't bring herself to you know hit and you know reopen that. Well, app. maybe she wanted to. There, she's like, there has to be a better way. Okay, yes, I agree. I'm gonna go find it. And I don't, I don't, I don't fault her for calling, making the phone call, and finding out. But while she's doing that, she's standing right there in front of the computer. I mean, you can just keep going. Because the only thing you're doing now is stopping me from being able to proceed with my day. Because now you've completely stopped printing when there is a valuable way to print those tickets out. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But if she found a single button approach. Yeah, well, and that'd be great all for the next customer. would have been for not. For the next customer, that'd be great. Save time for that person. But now you're actually inhibiting me. You're, you're taking away my time oh. by trying to find a faster time. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. That's how that works. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like we're bagging on HHN. I thought it was a good event, but honestly, from here on out, I honestly feel like one night with Express, stay and scream, or uh, you know, early access. That's all I need. Just give me one night, maybe even RIP. You know, where you just go, you know, full blown, go fancy. Well, if you only need to go one night, right? You can spend more. Yeah, like next year, for example, on the event. 2022. Uh, we're gonna be going right before our cruise. We have our. Um, mm-hmm. Carnival yep. Mardi Gras cruise. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I plan on definitely going down at least two days early, hit HHN one night and I'll go and I'll do the, you know, express pass, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you better believe I'm doing SeaWorld the other night. And they, if they have that craft beer festival going on, all I am all in for a full day and night of that. <laughs> so with no plans made other than we're definitely doing the cruise. Cause that's booked. That's my tentative plan one night at each. And I don't need any more than that. And I, honestly, I don't want any more than that. It's a full night. Like going to HHN is a, you know, it's a strain mentally and physically on your body. Well, luckily you're <laughs> about to go on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Which, I mean, just strain away. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Then just book the massage in the spa. Ah, yes. Indeed. Which I think we're, we were doing that. We had the massages booked everything for this cruise that got canceled. Uh, I was thinking about doing it for uh, my wife and I because we've never done that. It was our anniversary. We're like, okay, we got the anniversary massages set up and all that. Yeah. And of course, it's it. well, there's always next time. Yep. I mean, you only have 12 more books, so I'm sure they'll, they'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Ian, let me ask you. You've gone to many events. What, how would you rank the events as Halloween uh, events? Objectively, I'd say that HHN, SeaWorld, uh, Kings Dominion, Bush Gardens. Yeah. Or maybe... Mm. We're pretty I close. I put Kings Dominion over SeaWorld, actually. I probably go SeaWorld over Kings Dominion, but it's so close. I mean, it's neck. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, kind of like what you were saying. If I were to choose to go to any park this weekend, I'd probably go to Kings Dominion. I think I I had a more enjoyable experience when I was at Kings like my trips to Kings Dominion during this yeah uh, haunt season than I did at Halloween Horror Nights. I'd probably go to SeaWorld only because where it's at. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If, if, if SeaWorld was up here, like if, if both were in the same park and you could just build them and recreate them, yeah, maybe Kings Dominion, I suppose. I don't know. That, that's tough. See, Kings Dominion is like, there's like a trump card for me whenever I go. No matter how busy it is, it doesn't matter because Intimidator will never have a line. Oh, Lord. It's yeah. perfect. 
Mako's better than Intimidator. That's just not Bottom right. line. Take that to the bank. That's funny. It, there's, a, there's a reason it never has a line, Ian. <laughs> GP can't handle the truth. GP! <laughs> I really love how you guys use GP, by the way. That's right. I've gotten my friends to use the, the term GP now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, it's but great. I mean, yeah. It, it, the one thing I thought I'd never say is that Bush Gardens Williamsburg is miles ahead of another Halloween event. And it's true. <laughs> BJW Hello Scream is a hundred times better event than Six Flags for Adventure. <laughs> like, there's no, like, Six Flags Great Adventure, that Halloween event on this scale of H, starting with HHN, is so far. Like, you have to dig into the earth. Like, you come out in China and you still haven't reached the end of that list to get to Six Flags. So, is America's better? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was way better. Which way is better. Really weird. That is really weird. Well, maybe not this year. It closes at like 6.30 p.m. <laughs> even then, even with that, I'd still take it. Again, uh, HHN, great event. But yeah, this year seemed a little, fell a little flat. And that, like I said, that could do with COVID and the plexiglass or just maybe us in general. I don't know. All in all, I enjoyed the trip down. We had a blast. I uh, would do it again 100%. Joanna, any other questions? Nope. Ian. Anything to add? They should bring back Bill and Ted. <laughs> bring back Bill and Ted. Yeah, or even yeah, just have Beetlejuice. The whole thing, yeah. Killer Clowns. Yeah, they could be. just they could do yeah, Beetlejuice, Bill or right. Bill and Ted. They need yeah. more fun ones, right? Like Killer Clowns was so fun. They need to have that theme music playing somewhere in that event every year. I don't care where yeah, it is. Yeah, just, the, just have it somewhere. Candy smell the theme music. Oh my god! I want that, more unique. How I want Slaughter Cinema. Oh, that was so good. That was really cool. Yeah, like we didn't. I don't know. Again, I think it's just us. As much as we say it didn't connect, there's other people who say it, it connects to that same degree. So it's all subjective, you know. Well, I think that is it. This is the end for the farewell, the, the closing. <laughs> That's a terrible casket door closing. Coffin door. Coffin. <laughs> closing of the vacation scares season. <laughs> it was a great one. We did a lot of events. Uh, listen to all our podcasts from the previous. Go check out our YouTube. We have YouTube coverage, everything, podcast coverage. I mean, we have so much stuff going on. And yet, the season is closing here. But we may, I don't know, Joanna, are we planning on doing another King's Dominion? That's still up in I the air. We have it penciled in. Yeah, so it's tentative. So there still may be another YouTube video coming. But uh, as far as the podcast, I think we are done with the vacation scares. So like I said, Stay tuned, because Vacation Cheers, our Christmas oh, edition, oh, 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 will be coming right around the corner. Ooh, that's, I don't know, if that, was that spooky or is that Santa? <laughs> that's like a spooky Santa. I don't know. Kind of <laughs> yeah, oh my. I'm combining the two. But uh, I think that will close the casket door for this episode and season. So thanks to my wrecking crew for joining me. And until we scream again next year. If you see Tasteless Tom, Jumpy Joanna, or Inactive Ian in a park near you, come by and say hi. And keep making memories. All you fear is here. And if you don't touch the monsters, they won't touch you. 